What did I learn walking 500 miles across Spain about life and money? Well, in today's episode, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Welcome to the Walletwin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Jonathan, have I ever told you about the time I walked the Camino de Santiago in Spain? Not this week. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell me now? (laughs) Okay. Not like I don't have a favorite mug from that trip or anything. Uh, But about 10 years ago, I went on a walk for almost a month, spanning 500 miles across Spain. Mm -hmm. And I learned a ton about myself, about other people, about cultures, and about life in general. And surprisingly, a little bit about money along the way myself. Money, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into that. Now, it's a rather humbling tale to share, but we're just... Airing it all out. Get the popcorn ready. (laughs) We're getting real on the podcast today, guys. Like, this is like super deep friend level stuff. I'm kind of uncomfortable that we're sharing it on the podcast, but I had a glass of wine, so we're just going to roll with this. You saw the title (laughs) of the episode. (laughs) Okay. So, wait, the Camino. What is this Camino thing? Where is it? Isn't that like the Camino? It's a car. The Camino. No, it's a pilgrim route that's existed for a long, long time. So after Jesus um, died and rose again, Mm -hmm. uh, all the apostles kind of had little things that they did, unique things that they went and did, right? And the apostle James uh, kind of went out to... St. James. St. James. Santiago. Santiago. Went to take the message of Christianity to the end of the world, which at the time was Spain. And so that's kind of where he ended up evangelizing and ended up getting, uh, and was buried, buried yeah. there. So he's buried there, and over the centuries, 2,000 years, pilgrims have carved out a path going to visit his gravesite where he's buried mm. to kind of just pay homage, right? It's like a thing people do now. It's a now. thing. It's and like now thing. it's not even, I mean, so, most people, it started out as a Christian thing, but now it's kind of a thing. It's just a thing. Where it's like people like will talk about going to kind of like, Find yourself you find on the yourself, Camino, right? That's the like Wayne Camino. Go have a good walk. Like after like a, a crisis in your life, or maybe a, a time when you're in between jobs or whatever. People go just take a walk, and they huh. connect with themselves, with God, with nature, with other pilgrims. It's just a and you did fantastic this thing. thing. I did it with a group of other people. Okay, I was in my twenties. I was a little more young, a little more spry, bit of a spring chicken, and so I don't know if I could do this today, but. When I, uh, as I was preparing to go, obviously Mm -hmm. I had to, you know, wear my backpack. And some days we would walk 13, 14 miles. Some days we walked like 26 miles. And some days we did that back to back. Yeah. So I had to like train for this thing, right? But guys, little TMI for you. Oh boy. Uh, I have dealt with chronic constipation for a lot of my life. Now, ever since Jonathan and I got married, we figured out that I have a gluten intolerance. We figured out all these things that have contributed to that. But this was 10 years ago when I didn't know any of that. So I had chronic constipation. And then it was usually even worse when I traveled and when I was dehydrated. So here she is traveling 
And dehydrated. Right. Traveling and dehydrated to Spain. So the team is like gathered together in Denver before we fly out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going out to eat, eating all these big meals, but like I'm all stressed. I'm all nervous. I'm traveling already. Then we get on a plane and we fly across the world dehydrated, dehydrated, dehydrated because like who drinks anything on a plane? Mm-hmm. You feel like crap. Mm-hmm. We end up getting there. We're in Leon, Spain, right? And at this point, guys, it had been seven days. Oh, my. I don't even... I can't even... I... I don't even know... I can't even I know. think You're of like a... what that means. We don't need to talk about me in this episode. <laughs> I can't even think... You are Mr. Hyper-Regular. Of... You're too regular. I'm extra-medium. <laughs> I don't think you can be. It had been regular. seven days, guys. My stomach was hurting at this point. You think? It was hurting. I mean... At my peak, when I was a when I was sixteen you years don't old, need it. it was two weeks. Don't and it. I ended up having to go in for a colonoscopy. Let's just oh leave my it there. Gosh. But and the doctor just said you have a sluggish colon. I'm like, I'll say. Couldn't we have diagnosed the uh, gluten intolerance? Anyway, whatever. He, neither here nor there. You've been. It's been a week. Yeah, you're, and, and you you you've set out on the journey or not yet? You've just got no. There and we got like, to Leon. We're there. Okay. I told the group leader. And he went to a convenience store and bought me some suppositories. Nice. What because a, he, was what a the, guy, he was the only one huh? who spoke Spanish, and I didn't want to buy the wrong thing. So Because I'm, you don't want to put the wrong thing in exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the derriere. <laughs> so I'm popping these things like candy, guys. Like Wait. Not. <laughs> I don't think that's how they work. <laughs> okay, the express. Regularly, right? Probably more regularly than I should have, but no results. Zero, guys. Zilcho. I'm starting to freak out. And guys, if you've hung around for a sec, you know that I have a flair for the dramatic. You have a talent. I have a talent. For freaking out. I do, I do, I do. A really good one. So here it is. Everybody in my group is sleeping. It's one in the morning in Spain. And I run... And are you about to set out on the journey? The next door... Like that morning? 5 a.m. the next day. We're waking up and so going on the So in four hours from Yeah. Now. Okay. I go run around Leon, Spain, looking for a hospital because I'm convinced I need, like, a colonoscopy to, like, and then I'm going to get, like, a bag. And I just think, like, I'm going to explode. Like, oh I'm in so gosh. much pain. I think I need to go to the ER. Like, I'm trying to find a payphone to call my parents, like, to talk about my insurance. Like, I had a total panic attack about the bowel situation. Oh, my, my. Well, whatever, guys. I couldn't find a hospital I couldn't find an, a payphone. All I saw were these Spaniards sitting out on their patios, like, drinking and eating dinner at 1 in the morning. I'm like, what? who are these people? Yeah. What are they doing? Anyway, I end up going back. I just say a quick prayer. God help me. I go to bed. I wake up four hours later, and we head out. We head out on the Camino. The group leader, funnily enough, came over to me, and he's like, Amanda, I had a dream. Today's the day for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm okay. And he goes, all I saw in the dream was wheat fields. So there wasn't any, you know, you were fully exposed, but um, that's all I saw in the dream. But today was going to be the day. I'm like, okay, thank you. I don't, that might be the strangest thing I've ever heard in my life, but I've never been so glad to hear about somebody dreaming about me taking a crap. (laughs) Oh okay, so we set out, 
I'm chugging the water, guys. I'm a camel. I mean, I've got a gallon in me by 9 a.m., right? I just, I'm trying to do everything I can. Uh, We stop for some coffees. I drink like six. And again, we're walking, right? And then nothing's happening. Now I'm walking along with another guy in our group. It's just us. Mm -hmm. And we begin to pass some wheat fields. Hmm. And all of a sudden, I knew. No. It was the moment. What? And I was so embarrassed because, guys, like, here I am out in the middle of nowhere with a, a dude. And I just was like, okay, um, I don't know how to break you this. You said the whole group was aware of your situation, though, No, right? no, 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 just oh, the little, little okay. group leader. Yeah, not everybody. So this is coming out, right out of the blue. This is coming out of the blue. The brown. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I just said, you know what? I don't have time to go into all the details, but I've had a situation I need you to walk 100 yards north. Oh I need God. you to sing a song, and I need you to not look back. <laughs> or smell, or breathe through your nose. And so, you know, he did exactly as I ordered him. He walked forward. Oh he God. never looked back. He sang a song. Uh, I found a thorn bush on the side of the road. I was completely exposed, just like the group leader saw in his dream. Oh, my God. And I made it happen. And that was kind of how the Camino started. Wow. I would That's like how it started. Exactly. I would like to say that the suffering and the pain and the trials ended there. But no, they continued on just in new forms. That was day one, guys. We were at this for three weeks. I could tell you tall tales of my Achilles tendonitis. I could talk about the blisters that we would pop on each other's feet every night. Gross. I mean, crazy stuff, right? I saw some, this was disgusting. I saw somebody get a foot rub, and then the guy who was massaging his foot, like, also was eating a hamburger in, in between massages. It was just, <laughs> this was, Wait, is, it was terrible. Which is, the, that's got to be weird and disgusting for, like, both parties i know because you're getting a hamburger juice it was rubbed on your foot but then he's eating a hamburger with footy i know let's just leave it i got lost i got separated from the group uh i had yeah days where i couldn't even my joints were creaking until i got like 800 milligrams of abel what was it you you couldn't even fit your feet into your sandals or something? No, into my boots. Into they your were boots. so swollen, so... so I had to wear my sandals to walk the twenty miles. Exactly. It was it was a is like every day you get up and, and you're this like, is the trip. This is the experience <laughs> that she keeps trying to get me to do with her again. Right. And listen, guys. Okay. So in the moment, it was definitely like. Every morning you wake up and you're like, why? Why did I wake why up? Why couldn't did I, I have do been this? dead? <laughs> why did I do this? <laughs> you get going, you get reading, you're praying, you're thinking, you're connecting. The day starts to go good. The medicine kicks in, the 800 milligrams of <laughs> ibuprofen that they give you over there. <laughs> there was one time, one guy who was in rough shape, and he kept saying he had this miraculous healing one day. Well, come to find out, he'd taken... He'd taken 2,400 milligrams of ibuprofen. Because he didn't know they were way stronger. He didn't than know the they were stronger. Yeah. So we were like, <laughs> oh, great miracle. You're going to be real hurting later, dude. And he was. But okay. So there was a lot of suffering along the way, right? Like, you're going to endure the physical pain. 
and the frustration. Mm -hmm. And I had the anxiety when I got separated from my group in a foreign city. I mean, hello, have you ever seen Taken? Like, I was freaked out. And all these things, right? Like, there was setback after setback. Like, we got lost one day as a group, and we had to add, like, three miles to an already 20-mile day. Like, the frustrations were there. But at the end, y'all, I remember, like, we were all kind of like, it was like soldiers who'd gone to war together, right? You're like... I bet, bet you Probably everybody was beaten up, right? We had like three days that were just pure rain. Like everybody was beat wow. up. Everybody was war-torn. Everybody had suffered together. And as we walked, we got to Santiago. We were walking down the plaza. It's all brick. And we were about to turn the corner to go into... What's that called? Like the plaza right in front of the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Instinctually, and, and it was this was on St. James Day, St. James Feast Day. It was the day before. Oh, okay, we were so arriving the day there, before. The, 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 and there's probably big celebrations. There was going to be a huge celebration. You're, it's a big deal. You've you've actually made it. <clears throat> we made it, and somebody in the group actually started singing a song. It was a praise and worship song. And next thing you know, somebody grabbed somebody else's hand, and then everybody was just grabbing each other's hand as we sang this song. As and, you were walking into town. And we walk into the plaza. Uh-huh. And it had it was just this overwhelming feeling like we've made it. Hmm. Like this, I'm home. And it was not this like earthly, oh, I'm home. It was like mm-hmm. this spiritual, like <sighs> as close to maybe on, on earth at, at that time that I could even imagine like walking through the pearly gates, how that mm. would feel. I, I, I've never done this. Um, I can just think that I'm sure there's some probably some vivid memories, maybe mm-hmm. like the one that you shared earlier. Um, <laughs> but it almost it seems like all that stuff would be like, yeah, maybe like like the the like the the color, the saturation would be dialed down on those because this memory just seems so vivid and clear and powerful. Right. It was like getting to this finishing point was just all the sweeter, like. Had we just gotten dropped off? Oh yeah, <laughs> five miles out of town, you know, in like nice clothes, barely broke a sweat, walked right in. Hmm. It wouldn't have been as meaningful hmm. because we had sacrificed, we'd paid the price, we'd hmm. suffered together, we'd fought together, we held each other up when we were feeling down, when we were discouraged, when we. Needed a blister that needed popping or whatever it was. We needed a word of kindness or encouragement to keep going. Because we'd endured those things together, this moment was just, it was heightened by a million. And looking back at our own money journey, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when I think about when we became debt-free, it would not have been as sweet had we not had those eight months where we'd been fighting paying the price, learning new habits, suffering together sometimes by saying no to ourselves when we really wanted to go do something, but Mm -hmm. we said no, we had a goal. And choosing to sacrifice because we had a bigger yes that we wanted to say yes to. We had a clear vision of where we were going to end up on the journey. Mm -hmm. And had we just like decided, hey, we want to like win with our money and oh, we have all this debt. Oh, instant windfall. Pay it all off. I mean, that's not bad, but it would not, like, our journey, the crossing that finish line of paying off the debt was heightened 
to the max because mm-hmm. we had paid that price. Because we'd we'd sold things, you know. I oh, said yeah. I got got rid of the Super Nintendo. You did. We didn't go out to restaurants. Nope. Except for that happy hour half price root beer float <laughs> on, on your my birthday. birthday. Yep. Um. Yeah, we we made these tough decisions because in that moment we knew we kept thinking, you know what? This is what's gonna get us closer to getting out of debt. Right. This is what's gonna move us to that finish line. And and we knew that getting out of debt really was kind the of starting line. It was the but... it was really yeah the first of many many milestones we wanted to hit with our finances, and that it was gonna make the journey sweeter if we just dialed in, buckled down, made this chapter short, brief. A hiccup in time. Mm-hmm. And we just got to got to the other side so that we could start living with our finances. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's c- kind of crazy to like relate these two things, but it's so true, right? When we are willing to, to identify where we want to go in the journey and we're willing to pay any price to sacrifice and get there, to grow, to push past the limiting beliefs, push past the pain that we might experience, push past... The discouragements and the, 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 saying no the sabotaging to thoughts. Whatever it is. Saying no to the trip with friends. Saying no to going out every every Friday night. Right. Saying no to that vacation or whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Whatever is like on the Camino, it was like, all right, sure. I wanted to like hitch a ride in a car every day and like stay in hotels every night. I sleep in. Well, yeah, all these things. But, like, those weren't going to get me to what the ultimate purpose of that trip was. Mm. I wanted to go on a journey to connect with with God, myself, and others. And I did that. And I did it through entering fully into the experience. And it, it changed me to the core. And I think so oftentimes with money, people are afraid to go all in. They're comfortable kind of living this mediocre financial existence where it's like, ah, I've got debt or like maybe I don't have debt, but I don't have a lot in savings. But like I don't want to say no to Chipotle on Friday or um, I want to like live an Instagram worthy life and like I need a house at a certain level Hmm. or I need to drive cars that make me feel whatever. Insert here. At the expense of... Maybe making progress with their retirement or paying off debt um, or other important financial goals that should be at the forefront. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage you guys that don't be afraid to go all in. Don't be afraid. It's there might be some pain, but the the sacrifice that you make today, you will always thank yourself later. It'll heighten and sweeten that experience later. 20, 30 years down the road, maybe not even that long, when you uh, are winning with your money and you get to be as generous as you want, when you have no payments to anybody, including including a mortgage, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you get to bless your family and your friends and strangers in all the ways that you want, you're never going to look back and say, this sucks, I wish I would have gone out to Chipotle more. Like, you're never going to wish that. You're going to say, why the hell didn't I start sooner? Why did I go all in? Why was I afraid? Mm -hmm. Stop being afraid. Enter into it. Let the experience of having, of saying no right now because of a deeper yes, let that change you. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And then step back from there. 
kind of craft out what the journey needs to look like from that point so you can get to that other side as soon as possible. Hmm. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I pooped on the side of the road and we got out of debt. <laughs> the two Just left. like that. Step one, step two. <laughs> there it is. If you want to know how to win with money, fly to Spain and find a thorn bush. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there it is, folks. I mean, there. I mean, yeah. If it, if it's, we often will say, hey, yeah, you know, go, go shark mode, like go crazy, especially if you're getting out of debt. Like, make sure you have some, you know, if that's your big financial goal, like, move towards it and move your life to get you there. We say that often, primarily because it's what's going to get you there faster, mm-hmm. so you can move on with the rest of your life. But really, it also is going to make there better mm-hmm. you're going to not just like appreciate it better but it's going to feel better right like yep. when you're when you're hungry that food tastes better it does because you've been waiting for it wanting it and then you there it is and you have it the same thing with getting out of debt or working to have that down payment or you know saving or, or making it you know a sacrificial like give gift mm-hmm. whatever it is like it makes it feel better and one last note that i wanted to end on is on the camino if i had done it all alone i would not have had the experience walking into that plaza in the same way that i did i think it could have been powerful still because i still would have met this major goal in my life and crossed a milestone and gotten to the finish line but it was it was like an experience on steroids because i was with a community of other people and i sweated and cried and bled with them literally and i think that it's the same thing with our finances right we had people that were right beside us in that time period when we were really paying the price to get out of debt Mm -hmm. we've had other people join us along the journey of as we've stretched ourselves for other financial goals in our life the same goes with all of you and that's why we created wallet win because we've realized that the amount of personal finance information out there is abundant, right? You will never find every article on the internet that exists about how to better yourself with personal finances or become a millionaire or whatever. You could find it all. But information in a void is useless. Information when you're plugged into an on-fire community that is hell-bent on implementing and getting at actionable results, like, look out, game over. That is when lives change. That's why we built Wallowin. Because we know that when we just connect all of you together, and we get you guys supporting each other, we get you sweating together, we get you bleeding together, we get you... Dreaming about each other, pooping <laughs> in a field together. That is what we're trying to do. We get you guys putting an arm over the other person and encouraging them when they're down. Whatever it is. That's where the magic happens. That's where the sweet spot is. And heck, when somebody finally crosses that big threshold line, whatever it is, the celebration is so much sweeter. That's why we exist. So if you like what we're putting out here in the Wallowin Podcast, please head over to the iTunes store or Apple Podcasts and give us a review so that other people can find us on their journey too. Maybe they're just starting out or they're looking for answers. And by you guys giving us a review five stars if you may kindly do so (laughs) it'll really help them in the algorithm figure out who we are yep and you can join that community so you have somebody to hold hands with 
when you're walking into town, or if you, if you need somebody to hold your hand when you're pooping. We're not. Pop, we, we're not available. We're not. <laughs> for when you're walking into town, singing at the end. We have a free Facebook community at walletwin.com slash free FB. That'll just take you straight to the group. You can join us on Facebook. You can just find the page that has a link. It's facebook.com slash walletwin. Yep. All right. Until next time, we'll see you guys. Buen camino. Buen camino. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.